Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. There is a universal truth we need to talk about today. It's a truth that creates your reality and you completely control it. So giving it some talk time is a big deal. It is that you see what you look for or you see what you look at. Do an experiment with me right now. Okay, wherever you are, driving, making dinner, whatever it is, turn around, look around you, and I want you to memorize everything that is green. I'm going to give you a few seconds to do that. Okay, now I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to tell me what you saw that was blue. Crazy, right? (laughs) The first time I did this, it clarified for me the power of my focus because I couldn't recall anything that was blue. That wasn't what I was focusing on. I had been looking for green and trying to memorize the green things. If I'm looking for good in someone or something, I'm going to see it because that's what I'm focused on finding. If I'm looking for a fence, I'm going to find it. If I'm focusing on what drives me crazy about my significant other or my best friend, those things are going to get bigger and bigger. Whereas if I'm focusing on the things I really appreciate about that person, the great things they bring into my life, the reasons I do like them, then those good feelings that surround those things are going to swell and get bigger and bigger. And my appreciation for them grows instead of my irritation. So stick with us for this conversation. are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. remember Laura Ann Turner from episode 127. She's the author of Every Single Day, and she's also a woman of wisdom and grit. And I've asked her to be with me on a chat here to share her wisdom and insights on a couple topics this month. So we're doing a Lori and Laura Ann chat series, and she's here to kind of co-host with me today. So Laura Ann, welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I am back again. Whether people people want me to be back or not, here I am. I'm back. (laughs) Never getting rid of me. (laughs) So I want to start with a quote from Martha Beck. As you all recall, she is an internationally renowned life coach, and I really like her work. She says, no storyteller can describe everything that ever happens to a hero. As autobiographers, we build our stories from a very limited selection of facts. The information we choose to include or exclude determines whether we see our lives as comedy, tragedy, romance, or adventure, unquote. In other words, our stories become what we focus on. Are we focusing on the things that make it a comedy? Are we focusing on looking at the tragedy? Are we focusing on the romance and the adventure? What we choose to include and exclude creates our reality. Laura Ann, what do you think of this idea? I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I 
<laughs> I have so many things going through my mind at times. It's hard to decide what to dial in on and talk about first. But the one thing that I know and what you're saying is that what we focus on expands, right? So, and I think this goes into the power of our thoughts, which we have talked about a couple of times before, but you know, you shared this kind of, let's go through this. What do we call those that you just did where you look at the color? I'm like, what do they call them? Learn? I don't know. Anyway, there's a word for what you just did. But I've been in a training before where they've showed on the screen basketball players passing a basketball. And what you're supposed to do in the training is count how many times the ball is passed. And so you're watching this on the screen and it's like passing the ball, passing the ball, passing the ball. And at the end of it, it says, how many of you saw the moonwalking bear? And everyone's like, what? We were just watching the basketball be passed around. And then they replay the video clip and there's a moonwalking bear in the middle of them passing the basketball and the majority of people don't see it. So they Isn't teach, it fascinating? It's fascinating. So they teach this fundamental principle of what you focus on expands. So for example, if I'm thinking, like you said, about all the negative things in life, that's what's going to expand in my life. And this can go into so many different areas of your life. One thing is like money, you know, for example, when people focus on, I have no money, I have no money, I'm so poor, I have no money, my bank account's always empty, your bank account will always be empty because that's what you're focusing on, not having money. And I've done this a lot of times in my life where I've manifested money kind of out of thin air because I'm like, I have so much money. I have money for everything I need. And then honestly, like I'll go look at my bank account. I'm like, oh, where'd that come from? (laughs) Is that really true? Yeah, it's true. I just had that happen in like October. I was talking to a friend. I'm like, so I have this thing. I call it a heavenly ATM. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, sometimes God puts money in my bank account. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, but for real. (laughs) Like... Just because I want to focus on abundance, right? And I've talked Mm -hmm. about this before in some groups that I've talked about what we focus on expands. And one of those things is just one example is that I focus on having abundance in my life, abundance in the way of monetary value. And I honestly, there was a time when I was like, gosh, am I going to be able to pay my bills or not? And I just turned it you know, over to my higher power and the power of the universe. And I just started telling myself, I have money. I have plenty of money for my needs. And what had happened was I was expecting it was a tax return, but it wasn't supposed to come for like another month. And it was in my account in one day when it was supposed to be like four weeks. So I'm like, oh, that's my heavenly ATM, right? (laughs) You know, I noticed that with gratitude too, particularly, which is why I think gratitude is so important to do the, the daily gratitudes because you're focusing. Once you take time to do that, you're focusing on the things that you already have. And by focusing on that gratitude, you increase your understanding and your awareness of your abundance. And then that automatically puts your mind into the mindset of focusing on abundance. And then your life, you know, you realize how much is already there and then it ex- keeps expanding but it expands i really believe because of your awareness of it awareness in anything and when i wrote my book one thing i wrote down as like my vision or my mission of writing the book was that i wanted to raise the collective awareness and consciousness of people You know, the example that I used in the beginning with take a relationship, you have any relationship, a best friend, a significant other, you know, your mom, your dad. And this is where I see it happen so real for me, like the shifts in my mind. If I'm irritated with somebody and I'm focusing or always commenting or, you know, say there's a friend and every time my significant other comes home, I'm telling him all the things that irritate me about that friend, right? Then that relationship with that friend starts to become an irritant because I'm 
focused on the things that they always do that are irritating. If, on the other hand, I stop myself, which is, you know, we're actively creating our stories. I stop and I say, you know, this person has all of these good qualities and I really want to focus on those things because I'm grateful that that person can be a part of my life and I want to give them the due, you know, their due for all of the goodness and I want to be happy with them and I want to create positive relationships. So instead of focusing on that thing they're doing that's irritating or that thing they said the other day that was thoughtless or, you know, the the way that they were supposed to spend time with me and didn't or, you know, instead of letting those things get bigger and bigger when I actively choose to focus on why do I like that person in the first place? Why did I let them end my life? What are the good reasons that I'm choosing to be with that person. So your significant other. Our significant others are always going to have things that bug us. The more you get to know somebody and the more you're specifically with somebody, there's going to be little things. And you can focus on those and be irritated and naggy and gripey or you can say, what do I like about this person? What do they bring into my life? I love how thoughtful they are. I love how you know they've got my back. I love how they go out of their way to do little extra things. Or I love that the priority that they make this relationship. Or you know, there's all kinds of things that we mm-hmm. love about any given person. And when we focus on that instead of the little nitpicky things or the mistake, it really does shift the relationship. It shifts how you feel about them, which then shifts how you act toward them, which then shifts how they act toward you. So this is a really big deal when it comes to personal relationships. Absolutely. I don't think we realize how much it affects everything that we do, right? So what we focus on definitely expands whatever that thing may be. There's a million different scenarios, you know, that we could bring in as examples. Another example I have that's not built on relationships or something, you know, working in real estate, I had a listing and what I kept saying to myself in my mind was, gosh, I can't sell this house. And this is funny, you'll understand this. It was like on the market for like 13 days. And I'm like, I can't get this household. I can't get this household, which 13 days isn't that long. But I was focusing on the fact that it hadn't sold and it was really bugging me. And I woke up one morning and I'm like, oh, Lorraine, you know better than this. And I changed that focus to, I can sell this house. This house is sold. I sold this house and I it went under contract within a couple of days. And it's so incredible, you know, the power of what we can do. Like I said, I had my heavenly ATM because I was like, well, I have money in my account. I have money to pay all my bills. I am sufficient. And then when I was able to change, you know, and focus on, oh, I can sell this house. I sold this house. This house is sold. How quickly, once we get used to that process and we start believing in it happening, how quickly we start to create our lives, right? Is what you said in the beginning, that we can create our lives. And when I talk to people about how I live a very intentional life, Sometimes I don't think that we all quite understand that yet. And it took me a long time to comprehend how to do that, how to live an intentional life. But it's things like this that I'm, you know, that I work on and that I know I actually, through the power of my thoughts and the power of what I focus on, will create in my life. And so that's how I live an intentional life. There's this little quote that's been going around, like, if you spend enough time with me, I'll convince you to believe in yourself or believe that you're capable of anything, you know? And all the, you know, people are like, ah. And it's just because I want to instill in people, you have power and you have control over what is happening in your life. What you are focusing on is expanding. 
for me, it's in everything. If it's an internal issue you're working on, if it's something you're trying to get over, if it's something you're wanting to push out export to the exterior of yourself or create in your life, if it's the type of people you wanna be spending time with, if it's the amount of money you wanna make, if it's you wanna put a house under contract in a week. To me, that all comes from that same control center, which is inside of you, right? So with my book, the premise is your own light is your power, which I will shout that to the rooftops until the day I die because we have control. We have choice. Absolutely. Which is why this principle, I feel, is so important to talk about and kick around because once we realize that that power and that choice for creating our own story begins with what you look at is what you see. Like that's literally where it begins. What you Mm -hmm. choose to focus on is going to expand. But what you look at is sometimes the only thing you see. So for the listeners, let's just this week's challenge, look and consider your life, consider your situation. Where is a place in your life that feels a little bit rough to you right now? Is there a relationship that's harsh? Is there something that's not quite working out the way you hoped it would be? Is there a rough patch at work? Is there something, you know, are you feeling, having feelings of inadequacy or, you know, with your parenting, let's say, you know, where's the rough space? And then the challenge for this week would be to start focusing on the positive things within that space. So if it's a person, find the things that you like about them, the things that they do well, the things that bring you joy about them and completely remove your focus off the negative parts. And particularly with, you know, say it's a child, say there's something, you know, you're raising a teenager and they're in a rough spot. And so there's, you know, most of your conversation with them is maybe corrective or, you know, questioning just that shift of what do I love about them? What do I love about who they are and how they're living their life? And what are the positive things about them? And with you focusing on that in your mind, it's also going to get into how you're interacting with them. And then that's going to, you'll start to see shifts in that relationship with them also. So choose that place that's a little bit rough right now. This is your challenge for the week and this concept. And the challenge is don't focus on the negative. And if this doesn't work next week, you can pick up on the negative all over again and start living from that space, but it's going to work. So look at the positive, look at what you really want to see and then move forward with that. And do you have any final suggestions or thoughts on the topic? What you focus on really does expand. It really does. And I want to say this too, give yourself permission to make mistakes and give yourself permission to sometimes because I'm sitting here like, oh, whatever I think about happens and I create it in my life. And for the most part, that is true. I feel like I, again, am very intentional. However, it's not an overnight process. It's not a snap of the fingers. Right. So don't think just because I'm sitting here telling all of these stories about how I've manifested things or brought things into my life that I'm some magical person that just can turn on the lights by the thought in my mind. It takes time. Sometimes it's weeks, sometimes it's months, but I don't give up. I think you're magical, Laura Ann. <laughs> Thanks. 
I consistently work at it. So give yourself permission that you are going to shift your life right now. You're going to start thinking more positively from this time forward, and you're going to start catching yourself. And once you correct one negative thought to a positive thought, you'll move to the next, and then it will become more just you'll live in that more positive space throughout your life. But you do have to start one step at a time. Absolutely. But it it becomes habitual. And you know what? I just have to validate what she said here, because at first, when you're having to really stay aware of your thought presses and, and correcting them over and over, and you'll think, my gosh, this is a lot of work. But once you do it, and I mean, keep doing it one thought at a time, you know, keep refocusing, refocusing, finding those things that you love about your significant other instead of the things that annoy you. I keep using those examples just because we put them out there. So we're sticking with them. But it becomes habitual after a while. And that is a beautiful thing. Once you start seeing that habit form and you see that you are automatically going to that place of appreciation instead of non-appreciation, that's a really cool feeling. It is definitely. So in closing, I just want to close with a quote from Walt Whitman. He said, happiness is not in another place, but in this place, it is not for another hour, but this hour, unquote. So what are you happy about right now? Find something good in your life and focus on it. Thank you for being here today. Share this episode with somebody who could use it today. Don't forget, you can find my book, Life, Living Intentional and Fearless Every Day on Amazon now or on the website on www.loveyourstorypodcast.com. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. Laura Ann, thank you for being here. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone, or a good day or whenever you're listening to this. Just be well and happy in life. Focusing on the good stuff. Yay!